Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, or morning, or whatever time it is, wherever you are. Uh, my name is Ray Campbell, and welcome to the May 2022 uh, training from the Borough Collie Leadership Institute. I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. I want to thank our streamer, Katie Frederick, and our host, uh, Natalie Couch. You'll hear from her a little bit later on. Um, but um, tonight, we wanted to uh, get into... As you go into your leadership and take on more and more responsibilities, you're going to get busier and busier and busier. And so you have to have, so what we're going to talk about tonight is some ways that you can keep track of all those dates and all those things that you have to do as a, as a leader. So our agenda tonight is we're going to be mainly talking about different ways that you can use uh, calendars uh, to keep track of things. We're going to talk a little bit about reminders and how that can be used maybe in a different way than calendars. Uh, and if we have some time, we do want to allow for some question and answer. But uh, if we do have some time, uh, we'll probably take Q&A around 35 after the hour, 40 after the hour, somewhere in there. If we do run short of time, uh, we hope to get into a Libby just mentioning a little bit about shared calendars because there are ways that you can share calendars and, and have that. I'm, I'm pleased tonight to be working with uh, two other members of the Borough Collie Leadership Institute Committee. That would be Belinda Collins and uh, Matt Selm. So uh, without further ado, let's get started. So why do you need a calendar? Well, I kind of said why you need one, because as you get more and more into your leadership, uh, not just in ACB, but in your professional lives or uh, in other organizational work that maybe you're doing, you're going to be taking on more and more and more responsibility. Now, as you kind of start out, maybe you can remember everything. Maybe you've got a photographic memory and can remember everything. Look, I consider my memory to be very good. I can't remember everything. And I've gotten to the point as I've advanced through my leadership training that, or leadership activities that um, the, the old saying, and you'll find this is true as you progress in leadership too. If it's not on your calendar, it's not happening. Okay. Uh, so you, you, you really are going to need a calendar to keep track of all the different things that you're going to be uh, needing to do. Um, and um Another thing, and Belinda will talk about this a little bit later on, are some ways that you can set up reminders to, uh, to do things as well. So now that we've established that you will need a calendar as you become more involved in leadership, what kind of calendar do you need? Do you have to have a fancy electronic calendar of some kind? Does it have to be on a computer? Does it have to be on an iPhone? Well, the answer is no. Now, we're going to talk tonight about some uh, more electronic-based calendars, uh, like on iPhones and computers and that sort of thing. But really, whatever the calendar that you use is something that works for you. If you're comfortable using Braille, uh, with Braille paper and a Braille writer, and you want to write down all your dates and, and that sort of thing, when things are happening, um, that's fine. As long as that works for you. If you want to uh, use something a little bit more sophisticated, um, that's fine too. The, the bottom line is use what works best for you and use what you're going to remember to put things on because a calendar is no good if you forget to put things on it. Um, so if you find yourself, if you're using a particular system and you find that you're forgetting to uh, put things uh, down on the calendar, um, then you might want to think about maybe going to something a little different. Um, if you want to have it on your refrigerator, then that's fine too, if you want to have it uh, in whatever way that you want. So, so... To start us off tonight on a demonstration of how you can use different types of uh, electronic calendars that are available out there and free and accessible, uh, 
Uh, I'm going to turn it over to Belinda Collins, who has a demonstration of using the calendar in iOS. Uh, so, Belinda, go ahead and take it away. All right. Thanks, Ray, and good evening, everyone. Happy to be here with you all and glad you all could join us. Um, as Ray said, we have various ways of using calendars, whether it's electronic or just other some other means of braille or large print, things like that. But for me, I love using iOS as a lot of others do. And one thing that always comes up is how do I use the calendar in iOS? Um, the simple answer is Siri. <laughs> That's what a lot of people use. They rely on Siri for adding their events and reminders and things like that. But the problem with that sometimes is there's more customization that you can do if you add something uh, manually to the calendar. And that is my preferred uh, way to add meetings and schedule appointments. So I did a demonstration, a recorded demonstration that I'm going to play here. And it is essentially just walking you through the basics of how you add an event to your calendar manually. So I'm going to share my screen here. Okay, can you hear that, Ray? Could you hear Jaws? Or I can. Yes. yes, I did. Okay. Thank you. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and play the recording. And it's about uh, nine or ten minutes. So, In this quick demonstration, I want to show you how you can manually add an event, appointment, or meeting to the native calendar app on the iPhone or the iPad using VoiceOver. Now you're probably wondering why you would want to add a meeting manually when you can simply just use Siri. Well, Siri is all well and good sometimes, <laughs> but um, I find that adding an event or scheduling an event manually gives us a little more control. Uh, we can customize things a little more by manually going in and adding the time, the date, and all that. And yes, Siri does do that, but you can also go in and add your URL for a specific meeting on Zoom. You can also go in and change the alert time that is set up like if you instead of getting a reminder or an alert about a meeting 15 minutes before it starts maybe you want to get reminded an hour before it starts so those are just a couple reasons why i like to manually add appointments and with our upcoming convention we know that there are several, <laughs> and several may be putting it lightly, but many appointments, many meetings that we all want to attend, whether we are attending virtually or in person. Uh, if you're attending virtually, you can definitely set reminders, which we may also talk about here as well, but you may want to schedule an appointment, even though you're not attending in person, you may want to schedule a time for oh, general session. Remind yourself that it starts at 8.30 a.m. Central Time, but if you're in Eastern Time, <laughs> it's going to be different for you. So you want to adjust it, uh, customize it to your time zone. In person, for sure, uh, we want to add those appointments because we want to allow time to get from one <laughs> room to another. Uh, a lot of walking, a lot of people, so we want to allow time for that and make sure that we get to those meetings on time. So I'm going to start by, I do have the app open, the calendar app open, and I'm going to double tap the top right corner of my screen 
where there is an add button. Add button. Text field is editing. Text field is editing. Title. Character mode. Insertion point at start. And as you heard, it says it actually brings up an edit field that says title. So you want to give this uh, appointment a name. And I'm going to simply call it meeting. Cap M. E. E. T. I. N. G. Now, that's very generic, but, you know, it, for the sake of uh, demonstration, you know, something very generic is appropriate. Um, I know that the Brocoli leadership has a meeting on Saturday, uh, July 2nd, and I believe that is at 1 p.m., and so I have entered meeting, but I know for myself that means the Brocoli leadership meeting. So at this point, I want to locate my time and date, touch the middle of the screen, and it says meeting all day. All day starts 4 well, p.m. May 12th, 2022. Right. All starts. 4 p.m. May 12, 2022. If I swipe to the right, it gives me the start time. And I can double tap this to expand it. Starts 4 p.m. May 12, 2022. Month May 2022. Button adjustable. Okay, so I'm currently on the month of May. Well, I know this meeting is July 2nd, so I'm going to... It presents me with what's called a picker, which is sort of similar to a combo box uh, when you're using other screen readers. And so at this point, I can flick up or down to make my select. I'm going to flick up until I get to July. May, 20, June, 20, 20, July, 2022. And then I'm going to swipe to the right. Friday, July 1st, button. And... Once I swipe to the right, I'm presented with a grid of days. And for those who are familiar with your home screen of your iDevices, you know that uh, the home screen has all of your icons located or in a grid. And so I could actually continue swiping to the right here. Saturday, Sunday, July 3rd, button. Um, which I... Saturday, July 2nd, button. I wanted July 2nd, so that is where I'm going to stop. But if I wanted, say, July 8th, then I could simply explore the screen in, within this grid until I locate July 8th and double tap it. But um, you could also continue swiping to the right until you locate it. But the easier way for me is to explore the screen to do it. Uh, but currently, I am on July 2nd, and I know that is the day and time, the day that I want. So I'm going to double tap here. Selected. Saturday, July 2nd. Okay, so July 2nd has been selected. At this point, now I want to select the time, and I believe our time is 1 p.m. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to touch just above this grid of days. July 2nd, 2022. Button. Expanded. And then I'm going to continue swiping to the right until I get to the time. 4 p.m. Button. Collapse. Okay, it says 4 p.m. Collapse. Well, I want to expand this so that I can select a different time, and I'm going to double tap. 4 p.m. Expanded. Then I'm going to flick to the right once. 4 o'clock. Picker item. Adjustable. 4 and there's that picker option again. So now if I want to select 1 o'clock, I'm going to flick down. 3 o'clock. 2 o'clock. 1 o'clock. 1 of 12. Okay, so now I'm on 1 o'clock, and then I'm going to swipe to the right a couple of times just to verify that this is p.m. and not a.m. because nobody wants to be in a meeting at 1 a.m. Zero, zero minutes. P.m. Picker item. Adjustable. Two of two. Okay, so it does say p.m. 
And if I swipe to the right one more time. Time zone, New York, button. The time zone for me is correct currently, but when I will be in Omaha for the convention, so the time change will be different there, and my phone will adjust accordingly once I'm there. So, but currently it's it's uh, the time that I want. So I'm going to leave that. Ends. 2 p.m. July 2nd, 2022. If I swipe to the right again, it'll give me a time that the meeting will end. If the meeting is going to last longer than an hour, I could certainly double tap here and pick a different end time, but one hour is good. All I need to do at this point is swipe to the right until I get to alerts because I do want an alert to remind me of this meeting an hour before it starts. So I'm gonna continue swiping to the right. Repeat, never, button. I do not want to repeat the meeting. It's only, it's a one-time event, so I'm gonna leave that alone. Calendar, calendar, button. And the calendar, I have several accounts on my phone here, so the calendar that I am choosing to save this to is accurate. It's it's correct, so I'm going to swipe to the right again. Invitees, none, button. I'm not going to invite anyone. Swipe again. Alert, none, button. And alert. And if I double tap on alert. None. The first option is none, so I'm going to swipe to the right until I get to one hour. At time of event, five minutes before, 10 minutes before, 15 minutes before, 30 minutes before, one hour before. One hour before. So now I can double tap to select it. All day. Switch button. Off. Starts. 1 p.m. July 2nd, 2022. All right. So it sounds like everything is correct. July 2nd, 2022. Button. Collapsed. All I'm doing is swiping to the right and it's verifying everything that I have selected. 1 p.m. Button. Collapsed. Ends. 2 p. July 2nd, 2022. Button. Co 2 p.m. Button. Repeat. Never. But calendar. Calendar. Invitees. None. But alert. One hour before. But show us. Busy. Button. Private. Switch button. Off. Add attachment. Button. URL. Text field. Okay, so I kept swiping to the right, and here's where you can add a URL. If you have a specific link to a meeting on Zoom that you are attending, you could definitely add that here. And then if I swipe to the right once more, notes, you are also able to add notes or comments regarding this specific meeting. So at this point, everything is covered. I have my date, time, and if I decide to add a URL, then I also have my meeting location. And I also have my alert. So. Everything is set exactly the way I want it. So to save this and add it to my calendar, I'm going to locate the top right portion of my screen again. And I'm gonna double tap that add button. Add button. And that is how you would add an event, appointment, or meeting to your calendar manually. Okay. Hey. Thanks, Belinda. Uh, when you have a second, uh, Natalie got yep, kicked out got and back in, so just make remake, remake her the host. Okay. Thank you. Um, well, good. Um, Matt, I'm going to give you a chance to jump in, jump in real quick. If there's anything you, from what we've heard so far, that you'd like to add to what we've said, or uh, anything at all. Otherwise, I'll keep going. Okay. Uh, the, Go ahead. Well, the you know, I, I know we we kind of covered a lot in that. Um, the, the one thing that I I, I do kind of want to add in here is in the iOS app, if and this is the same um, in Google Calendar, it's the descriptions field. But if you put the Zoom link 
in the notes field of the iOS app, you can tap on your meeting and it'll open up a, a view of this, of all the meetings for that day. Uh, if you then place your finger on the title of your event and swipe down through the rotor with voiceover, there is a join that you will hear in the rotor and you can tap on that and it will open up your meeting right up. So you don't have to go in and copy the link and paste it in the web browser and open it that way or go through your email and find it in your email and tap on it through that way. You can just put that link in the notes field, tap on the meeting, swipe down the title, hit join, and boom, you're right in. So just a little tidbit there. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for that. Okay. Um, so I'm going to, I'm not going to demo it because it would to, for sake of time, but I will talk through how you add an appointment if you want to use uh, your computer and you, uh, I want to use Microsoft Outlook. Um, so uh, in order to do an appointment in Outlook, you would, when you bring up Outlook, you're usually in your inbox. So you can push the keyboard, short, keyboard shortcut, Control-2, and that will get you over to your calendar. Um, and then you can push Control-N, as in Nancy, for a new appointment. Then, and this is the PC. I, I don't... Remember, uh, the, the Mac is similar, I believe, if you're using Outlook on the Mac, uh, but I'm just uh, doing it for the PC. So you press Control-N, and that will bring up um, a new appointment for you. Uh, the first thing that you'll hear is the title, and you can put whatever you want in there, um, you know, you know gen ACB Convention General Session, for example. And then... You tab, and it'll say, "What is?" It'll ask you for the start date. Now, there are a couple ways you can actually put the date in. You could just type in the date, and it's pretty flexible on how you type the date. It's pretty smart; it figures out that um, the um, uh, um, anyway. It's pretty flexible on how you do that. Um, so you could type in May 1st or May 12th, 2022. You could type in 5 slash 12 slash 22. Pretty much any way that you want to type the date in, it'll figure out what you mean. Or if you tab once more, you'll hear something say date picker. Now, I didn't know if this was accessible or not, so I tried it to prepare for this, dem for this, for this meeting. And it is. So if you press enter on the date picker, um, you can arrow by, if you arrow up and down, it moves by week. If you arrow right and left, it moves by day. Uh, but you can arrow right, left, up, down to get to the date you want and then press enter on it and it'll set that as your start date. And then you tab. Um, if you manually entered your start date, you tab twice. If you use the date picker, you tab once. And what will then happen, it'll say start time. Uh, again, this is pretty flexible. Um, you could type in the 4 colon 30 p.m. or 4 p.m. or whatever the case may be. And then you could... Um, um, you could, uh, it'll set the uh, start time for you. And then you tab again. And um, the next thing it says end date. And what you'll notice is the end date is set to the time of the uh, same, the same as your start date. And generally, that's what you want. We, most meetings don't last a couple of days. Now, you might want to have a different end date let's say if you're putting in a um something on your calendar to indicate to people if you're in a work situation that you're going to be on vacation for a couple of days or something like that or out at a conference or whatever you might want to use a different end date but let's just assume for the purposes of this presentation that you want the same end date 
So you just tab two times uh, from once pat to, to the date picker and then once to end time. And then you type in whatever your end time of your meeting is. Um, and you can arrow also, I believe, and uh, set those as well. Um, but I usually just type them in. And then you tab to um, the um, you know, time zone. And it's going to be set to whatever your time zone is for your computer. Again, if you're um, attending the, you know, if you're in the Eastern time zone and you're, you're um, going to put in events for the convention, you're going to want to put those in central time uh, possibly, or what you also might want to do is uh, figure out, um, you know, the, the time differences, put it in your own time zone, whichever way you want to do it. And then you tab and you'll hear it say, it'll say recurrence and that's the same as repeat. Uh, so if it's a, you know, we're just gonna assume it's just one event here. A recurrence is if you have a recurring event that occurs like an affiliate meeting that happens once a month. And you tab for location and you can put pretty much anything you want in here. Uh, that's really geared for if you're say in an office situation, uh, in a work situation, and you wanna put in the conference room where the meeting's gonna be held, or you could even put your Zoom link in there if you want to. Um, it's better, I found with the calendar and Outlook, it's better for the Zoom link if you put it in your notes or message, which is the next thing you come to and tab and put it in there because then it will actually register as a link um, in Outlook just what I've seen uh, happen. Now, sometimes um, if you use, if you're setting up the meeting in Zoom and you use the feature in Zoom that lets you send an Outlook invite, um, I believe it actually puts it in the location as well. Um, I've seen cases sometimes where people try to click on that and it doesn't uh, happen. But anyway, and then you just put in your link. Now, if you want to do a change your reminder, the default reminder in Outlook is 15 minutes. Just press your Alt key and that gets you into a ribbon that's got a bunch of options and you can set up importance for the meeting. You can set up um, how you want it to be shown as busy or out of office or whatever it might be. And then you can change the reminder. So if you want an hour reminder, like Belinda was saying, you could, uh, you could do that. So um, that is uh, Pretty much, and then once you've got everything in, you hit Alt-S and it will save the appointment into your Outlook calendar. Now there's, if you are sending out a meeting invitation, it's pretty much the same, except there are a couple of differences. And it depends a little bit on your version of Outlook, what order these fields are in. If you're sending a meeting invitation, first of all, you do that with Control-Shift-Q as in Quebec and you get the title field, but then you're gonna get required and optional. And that's where you can put in names or if you have people in your contact book or email addresses or whatever. And those are people, the required ones, those are people that, hey, I need to have them at this meeting. Optional are people that, hey, you wanna let them know about the meeting, they can come if they want, but um, they don't have to. And uh, again, the rest of it's pretty much the same as setting up, adding your own appointments. And that pretty much uh, covers what you can do in Outlook as a way to keep track of things and, um, and stuff. So um, I will uh, turn it back over to Belinda now to talk with us a little bit about, um, we've talked a lot about calendars, uh, of course, but now I'm going to turn it back to Belinda to talk about another thing that you can use, reminders. And she's going to talk about maybe how she uses those a little differently than a calendar. Uh, and I'll give Matt a chance to uh, um, put some in, and then we'll see where we're at time-wise. So uh, go ahead, Belinda. Yeah, sure. So um, really quickly, I, um, I know you can essentially use reminders <laughs> just like you can with uh, – with your calendar alerts, uh, some people do that. They rely on that. But what I've discovered just recently, uh, I would say within the last 
few weeks that has helped me more is to um, I set reminders for the specific day, but um, and certain things I definitely do have to um, select a time. But for certain things, I don't necessarily need to set a time. I just need to have that reminder there um, in a list. And I have that on my home screen so that I automatically read it each day or multiple times throughout the day. And it is essentially my to-do list. Um, and once I have completed that list uh, or completed a task from that list, I can just simply tap on that specific reminder and it's gone. And I think for me, that is something that helps me to stay more focused and on track. And that is something that could, you know, maybe it could benefit someone uh, throughout the convention. If you have multiple things you need to do throughout the day or each or the entire week, you could um, use that method in conjunction with your calendar app and appointments and uh, at conventions at conventions we need to remind ourselves to sleep that's what we need to <laughs> remind right. ourselves to do <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah so that's that's essentially how i use reminders matt anything to add yeah just uh one thing to add or two things actually um there is a, um, in the shortcuts app for iOS, there is a shortcut that you can, you know, add. Uh, and, and if you're like me, you can put it on your home screen. So when you tap on it, it'll open up the edit window for a reminder. You can type in your reminder and hit done, and it'll automatically save it to the list that you choose. Um, one other thing with reminders and with calendars is, uh, a lot of times, a lot of us are maybe using iOS or Android, but we're trying to cross our way across the great divide over to windows and see things through, you know, using windows, um, outlook is one Avenue that, and I think you can, I think you can sync your reminders with Outlook Ray, if I recall. Um, you can also sync them through the Microsoft To Do app. Uh, basically, you would set up an account on your phone for reminders, you know, through the reminders app pointed to a certain list. And then you then turn around and go sign in that same account on through windows um, and, you know, through the Microsoft to do app and voila, they will cross the great divide and you can see your reminders, not only in Apple reminders, but also using the app through Microsoft to do on your windows computer. Yep. And uh, that took me a long time to figure out because I was originally trying to do it through, Google and apparently there is no longer a way to send Apple reminders through Google reminders. They no longer sync, but it still syncs with Microsoft to do. So if, if anyone's like me, even trying to figure that out, uh, definitely do some Googling about how to do that and you'll find some instructions. It's real, real simple, really easy to use once you get it all set up. So. And, and Matt, would you be willing to help people uh, if they want some help with that? Um, I can, uh, I can try to you feel like you can do send that? instructions and try to offer some yeah. help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it's easy. It's like a one-time thing. Once you've got it set up, you're, you're pretty well good to go. Good. So, so if you want to contact Matt about doing that, um, send an email to community at acb.org, uh, reference, um, Matt, and then, you know, the community folks will help you get in touch with them. We can't give out contact information on here. So, um, don't want to do that. Um, thanks, Matt. Uh, and, and that's really important about syncing calendars because we all carry around multiple devices and use multiple devices. And it, it's a really neat thing for somebody maybe who is more comfortable entering things on the computer, but needs to have 
those those available on your your iOS or Android device, and so or, or that, and you can have it that way. Um, I should just mention briefly, many of the note takers also have calendars. So if you're still, if you're using like a Braille note or a Braille sense or something like that, those, those devices do have calendars in them and you can even set alarms and other uh, things like that. And our friendly A-Lady. Yeah, I was going to say the smart devices. (laughs) Yeah, I will not say her name because I've got one in this living room, Um, but um, she has uh, the ability to remind you of things as well. So that there's just so many ways to do it. Before we go to questions and answers, um, I just want to mention shared calendars. And this is really helpful. Uh, let's say you're, if you're doing, and if you've been to some ACB conventions recently, the in-person ones, and in the good old days when we met in person, uh, um, you know that we had, uh, thanks to uh, Jeff Bishop and others who were involved, uh, a way that you could get a link to a calendar that you could link that onto your um your, your phone, your iDevice or your Android device, and then you could um, keep track of all the different convention activities that were taking place. And so that, so, you know, affiliates might want to use that for their conventions. You know, if you have uh, a lot of things happening, you might want to put that together and make that available. I'm not going to get into how to do that. It's a little bit more, a little bit more involvement. involvement. Oops, I bounced out there, but it's something you can definitely do. Okay. I think we're ready to take some Q&A. We have about um, 23 minutes before the top of the hour, so we'll take some questions. Uh, So turn it over to Natalie. Tell everybody how to raise their hands and all that good stuff. Okay. Um, So if you want to raise your hand, if you are on a PC, um, it is Alt-Y. And um, to mute and unmute, it is Alt-A. And I will lower lower your hand. If you are on a Mac, it is um, Option-Y to raise your hand. And to mute and unmute, it is Command-Shift-A. On a smartphone or tablet, the raise your hand button is in the middle of the screen. And then to mute and unmute is on the, well, I'm sorry, you get a a prompt that says the host would like you to unmute. Um, so then you will um, double tap that. And then um, on a smartphone, I mean, on a um, landline with a keypad to raise your hand, it is star nine and to mute and unmute it is star six. Um, and we do have one hand. Um, where did she go? Just a moment. Meryl, you can go ahead and um, ask your question. Hey, Meryl. Oh, I'm sorry. I need to. One moment. Sorry. Now you can go ahead and ask your question. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Ray um, and Matt and Belle. A great presentations. Um, my question is um, uh, for Belinda. Um, when you spelled the word meeting out, I didn't hear you double tap or did you use another keyboard you know a braille keyboard with a you know because i didn't hear you i just heard you do m-e-e-t-i-n-g right so i just used the on-screen keyboard and typed it in you can uh do a you know do a two-finger double tap to uh dictate it oh okay and after you've done that then you can just uh swipe to your right to Mm -hmm. get to your next option Oh, thank you so much. And then um, when you guys were talking <coughs> about, when Ray was talking about the Outlook, I don't use Outlook for my email. So do I, I mean, can I just set it up for a calendar or without using it as my email or, or not? Um, I'm going to ask one of my other two panelists about that. I've never done that. So oh, okay. I, I think oh, you could. You can use the Windows Calendar app. Oh, okay. If you're on okay. Windows, yeah, yeah I you am. can sign into your sign into your iCloud account through there, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll sync across. And um, yeah, it, the Windows Calendar app it's it's really accessible. Oh, so. Okay, thank thank you so much, and really a great presentation, everyone. Meryl, thanks mm-hmm. for uh, attending tonight. You're uh, welcome. Thanks, mm-hmm. Meryl. You're welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Do we have any other hands? We do not. Okay. Oh my goodness. I guess we did. I guess we either we either, we either lulled them all to sleep or uh, <laughs> we uh, uh, put a, that together. Um, I guess then what I would add is um, maybe just um, add a couple of comments, uh, maybe a little bit more about um, how you can um, do. Uh, like um, meet, meeting meeting invitations and stuff. Um, and, and one of the things that's actually really cool is if you're setting up, I mentioned it briefly, but um, I can maybe go a little bit more in depth on it. So if you're in, if you're setting up a meeting in Zoom and you are the one that's setting it up, you can um, go, when, when you get one of the options in Zoom, it will let you send out a Outlook, invite, I think a Google calendar invite, and there's something else. Never forget the third one. Um, but what'll happen is, so when you save that meeting, if you have Outlook open, and I found out you have to have Outlook open for this to work. Um, if, it, if Outlook is not open, some, uh, what happens to me a lot of times, I get this error message that says some problem in that stuff. Um, anyways, uh, my wife is snoring in the background. I'm trying to get her not to do it <laughs> anyways. Um, um, so anyway, um, you can, so then you can actually type your meeting invitation in right there. And the nice thing about doing it that way, if you're setting things up on zoom is all the date and time stuff is filled in for you. So you don't have to worry about because when you were in Zoom, you told it how, what time you wanted the meeting to start, what date, and you told it how long. And it figures out all of that information. And it also has a Zoom link right in there, too. So uh, you can uh, you can just go ahead and send uh, that send that out. Um, and um, that's a, just a nice, easy way to, to, to do... Um, that do we have any other hands, Natalie? You do. Um, we do. Donna, okay. yes, Donna, you can go ahead and ask your question. If you could unmute, please. Hey, Donna. Donna. Am, am I unmuted now? Yes. There you are. Sorry about that. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you for this webinar. It's very helpful. I am wondering about, um, I think it was maybe Belinda who discussed putting reminders on the home screen. And I, I, I know I've tried putting reminders or, or, you know, making reminders. However, I don't know how to get them on my home screen. Or does that just automatically happen? Well, sure. So actually, Matt touched on that. And it's, uh, I, he mentioned the shortcut. Uh, if you there's a shortcut that you can actually have your reminders set uh, uh, to your home screen, and um, yeah, we could maybe Matt, if you wanted to go into that a little bit more. Um, well, I just used the shortcut to add one. Um, uh, let's see. Let's talk through this first. Is it is it an actual shortcut that you tap on and it opens it right up, or is it just um, like the widget? Yeah, so I know that there's a, a widget. widget, yeah. And that's what I use is um, a widget that you can actually create the shortcut for to see your reminders on your home screen. So it doesn't automatically happen then. So I have to I have to prepare it through a shortcut. Is that right. what you're saying? That's okay. Okay. Yeah, I or will go look to the that. go to the today view and hit the add button and there's one to add a a widget for reminders. Okay. Um, you know, or actually, I'm sorry, if you just hit the, if you, on any of your home screens, if you swipe to the edit and start editing, there's going to be an add button down by where you scroll through your pages. That's where you can add a widget. And you, there is one for reminders. And um, I think it should show, like you can pick a size if it's small, medium, or large, and right. it'll show a certain number of reminders there okay. on your on your home screen. So, okay. Well, thank you. And do some tinkering. 
shortcuts. You know? Okay. And so I, I, I didn't know, I've never used shortcuts or widgets or any of that stuff. So I'll start exploring that. Thank you. It's fun. Once you go down that rabbit hole, it's fun. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there, there is a, um, a, a resource that I just saw on the applebis.com uh, website. There was a guy that published a free ebook of how to get the most out of iOS. And I'm assuming it really talks about a lot of these um, a lot of these concepts and such, and he was giving it away for free. So I don't, I don't know. I've never heard of him. I didn't My, read it. I Michael just saw Fair, I believe. Yeah. 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 So, you know, that may be something that, you know, Yeah. You I've noticed out. that resource. So thank you. Okay. Take care. Terrific. Thank you. Terrific. Anybody else? No, no hands. No, no hands. Okay. Um, well, I don't really have a lot more that I would want to talk about. Uh, Matt, Belinda, Matt or Belinda, do you guys want to anything you'd like to add to the uh, to the discussion that maybe we haven't thought about? Um, I will add. We did mention earlier about the smart devices, and if you use the A Lady and her app, you can definitely. Of course, you can just say to the device itself to add a reminder um but you could also do that within the a lady app as well um set up reminders good good yeah no i'll just echo what raised in the beginning that the best reminder or calendar system is the one that you use so <laughs> Whatever yeah. works best for you. Yeah, and again, it's just something that you've got to. If you're going to use one, it's got to be something you'll definitely use. So, um, you know, definitely. Um, and I think what we've shown is there are just a whole lot of possibilities out there, and ways that um, those of us that are are busy leaders and those who will become more busy leaders can can um, can do. Uh, can do um, do that. Um, I think the only thing I would say, I think one thing I guess I would say to people is just kind of a, I think it's a good courtesy thing. Um, if you get meeting invitations from people um, for events or there are things that you're, you're being asked to attend, um, I would strongly suggest you may you might be tempted to just you know, drop it in your calendar and say you know okay it's fine give them a response um, yeah exactly if they're if they're taking the time to invite you you want to let them know that you're going to be able to uh attend and um and that or maybe not attend and so um one of the things you can do so when you get one, I know in Outlook, you can, there's a, a button you can say accept tentative or decline or no response, or you can even propose a new time. So maybe if you, if you're busy at the time, they want to hold the event, you can say, well, why don't we hold it uh, instead of Tuesday, let's hold it on Wednesday at a certain time, but to, uh, give them, I would say, give them response. Even, I even find it works sometimes that people will send out invites and this is to like big groups of people and they don't they don't necessarily want a response but i always hit the accept button anyway because it makes sure it gets into my calendar and especially into my microsoft teams calendar because we use microsoft teams at work um, and that's another thing too um, these calendars apps especially with outlook is, and that's what i'm most familiar with work with different applications so if you have um, maybe you, you're in a situation where they use uh, Teams. You can use that. Um, Zoom, of course, uh, and uh, maybe there, there are probably others as well. But just Skype, if people are still using that for, for meetings, um, there's ways to have it. Um, and the nice thing about doing that, again, is that you get the link right in there and you just, you know, everybody gets the same link and they're you know, in business. Any other hands? No. Okay. Well, Matt, Melinda, any last minute uh, things you want to want to add? 
to second what you both have said already. Uh, just use what works for you. Um, if it works, but, then you know don't, well, don't and, uh, try but, to fix but anything use that's something. Broken. Yeah. yeah, use something because. Um, I, as you get busier and uh, get more into affiliate roles, just like to reaffirm that, um, you're going to, you're going to start, it, 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 it kind of, it, it kind of doesn't look good when you say, oh, I forgot we were meeting at this time. Uh, people are going to start telling you, well, you need to just put some, have some kind of calendar, but use something because you're going to, you're going to need it uh, guaranteed. Absolutely. Well, with that, I want to thank my two um, uh, co-panelists co here tonight, uh, Belinda Collins and Matt Selm, uh, for their help. Um, was uh, very good. Um, so um, I'd like to also thank our host, Natalie, uh, and our streamer, Katie, for all of their assistance. Our next program uh, from the Burl Collie Leadership Institute is going to be on Thursday, June 9th, and uh, we're going to be talking about um, kind of how the attending the ACB convention has helped uh, propel you as far as leadership uh, in the organization, and um, so that should be very interesting. And I also want to bring attention on July 2nd, um, you'll see it on the convention registration form, uh, we are going to be doing a uh, program on leadership and diversity. Pam Shaw and uh, several other folks are working on that. Uh, that's going to be part of the ACB convention program. Uh, so we wanted to mention that as well. So if, as, you know, while the registration just opened for ACB members, so if you're looking to uh, get some training in, in your leadership or get some additional uh, guidance or just see uh, how different folks have um you know, are, are doing um, in, in leadership and how they got to where they're at, um, you know, please feel free to either virtually or in person attend that uh, program as well. We'll be uh, looking forward to uh, seeing many of you there, either virtually or in person. That will be a hybrid program, so you'll be able to check it out either way. Again, want to thank everybody for coming tonight. Um, and, um, we will um, we will see you all later on, and uh, hope to hear, hope to see many of you back here next month uh, for the next Borough Collie Leadership Training on Thursday, June 9th. And with that, have a good night, everybody.